and we are back with another episode of Upward and Onward, and today we are joined by Drew and Zach. They're both the co-founders of Abyss, and their mission is to empower people to create wealth through cryptocurrency, technology, and education. They were also contestants for the Get Started RI, Cox Business, and Rye Hub event, highlighting the top 20 startups in Rhode Island, and here they are. Welcome to both of you. How are you? Doing great. Thank, Thank you for having great. us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Of course, great of course. So happy to have you guys here. Now, I think what will be helpful for some of the people who are watching and listening is to get a sense of your background and who each of you are. So, Drew, if you want to get us started. Okay. Uh, so my name is Drew Gillen. I'm the co-founder and uh, CEO of Abyss. And my background, I went to community college for two years, have an associate's degree, general business, entrepreneurship, and um, self-taught engineer, nice. learning how to code. And then I've been working with Zach um, for the better part of the last decade. We went to high school together and we've been good friends and we've been building this company together for nice. the last three years now. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Zach? It's been, uh, it's been a wonderful ride. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'm Zach Robert. Uh, they call me the CTO of, Ab of Abyss. I'm a software engineer by trade. I've uh, been uh, coding since high school, really. Um, I got a, um, a Bachelor of Science in uh, Software Engineering from Johnson & Wales in Providence. But yeah, um, I'm you. a computer guy. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Drew tells me I work in the dark too much. Um, <laughs> could be true. Good, it could be. Uh, Stereotypical yeah, yeah. engineer, I don't know. Well, thanks for introducing both of yourselves and um, happy to have you guys here. So you mentioned that you went to CCRI and you studied entrepreneurship. What was the motivation to study that? That's a good question. Um, so I guess, the best way I could describe it is like growing up, I mean, I've been surrounded by my family members who don't necessarily enjoy what they do for a living, right? So they're, uh, they're, they're miserable, right? There's no better way to describe it. They go to their nine to five job, the rat race, they come home, they're exhausted, they're tired. Um, so I've been always trying to find a way to avoid that my entire life. You know, I would want to love what I do, actually enjoy going to work during the day. Um, so I didn't always know like business was going to be the thing that I wanted to end up doing. I've had many iterations, many failures, and it's kind of like this is the path that's been presented before me, the, the way, if you will. Yeah. So I've been, you know, walking this path since then. Yeah. Um, I, I guess originally, to give you some background on kind of how I got started in business, it was through, um, so me and Zach know this friend called Austin. Um, oh, Austin. Austin. Yeah, and yeah, Austin. Um, he came to me, this was when I was in, I think, my first year of college. I mean, first year of college. Yeah, me and Zach were good friends at the time too. So we were working together to a, to a degree, but Austin basically came to us or came to me and he was like, oh, you know, I discovered this thing called like e-commerce, okay. essentially. So we started out and he was like, oh, we should get involved in this, start selling some stuff, create some Shopify websites. Um, so that led into the whole creation of this first company. Okay. And um, that started in my second year of high school or first year of college or high school or sorry, college, college first college. year of college, second year of college. Gotcha. And we started an e-commerce advertising agency. Me and Zach worked together on that as well. Mm -hmm. Really? Is that and 401 Greenhouse? 401 Enterprise. 401 Enterprise. E-commerce yeah, advertising. Yes. Enterprise, yeah. yeah. I've seen the, seen the name around. So now I'm getting the story. Um, yeah, we were selling like um, products on Google and Facebook. Oh, that's pretty sweet. And what kind of products? Cases, okay. uh, like, uh, backpacks that opened up into changing tables for oh, babies. Yeah. We, uh, you name it. Like if it if it seemed like a good idea, if it was kind of like unique, it could be flashy. We were selling it. Wow. Or we tried to sell it. We at tried least. to sell it. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I um, love that. We made ad. We'd buy like um, a couple of you know the product variants, different colors of the backpacks, and we'd we'd make advertisements for them. We'd go to like the we 
we go to like I don't know the baseball field or something, and I don't know just whatever it was. Yeah. We'd have like scripts for like the whole the whole fo- the whole like video shoots and photo shoots. Wow. And then um, we we actually made so we made a viral ad. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Viral, viral on Facebook. Yeah. So we we were selling phone cases. We call it Privacy Pro Case. Privacy it's Pro like case. Um, a phone case, a metal phone case, but with you know those privacy protectors, screen yeah. protectors, you can't see the screen. Yep. So we were selling those. And we made a viral Facebook ad by hitting the phone case with a, a dead fish. And, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 what? So we bought a fish from the supermarket, and we, you know we went to. The, I bought I bought the grossest and, and smelliest one I could find, actually. <laughs> I love yeah, that. And I we went, went to like park. I went to like North Providence or something to find that thing. I love that. that. Was good. Yeah. Oh yeah. We went to the park. We set up a table, and then we just smacked it with a a dead fish. Wow. And it went viral on Facebook and Instagram. Really. And we sold, yeah, we sold a lot of phone cases doing that. Dude, that is amazing. Good for yeah. you guys. Um, it's called dead fish. WTF marketing. That's that's yeah. what that's what. Uh, WTF that, that was that was yeah. a tactic that I we were going that. for there. Yeah, absolutely love Just that. Just making like outrageous advertisements. Like so, like uh, when you're marketing on a social media platform, it's all about engagement. It doesn't matter like if it's like gonna sell or not, or it's just about engagement. If you get eyes, you get people to look at it, then they're most they're most likely to like interact or maybe even just click the link. It's kind of like a funnel. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Drew Drew studied click funnels a ton. Is that and right? So that, yeah. that was this was this was all his idea here about about getting that uh, the funnel as wide as possible. Yeah. And so people would share it because it's just so stupid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, they didn't know they what it was. They didn't know what it was. Wow. And, and they clicked the link and that, that, that sold. Yeah. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. smacking, interesting. A, smacking a phone case with the fish sold. It was, it was great. That is so interesting. That has nothing to do with like the security of the phone or really even like the privacy of it, right? No. no. It's just hitting that just, thing with the fish. Yeah. It got, got the attention mm-hmm. and people bought wow. the product. Um, that was, yeah, and that was probably the height of that was, yeah, that, the, that didn't the get journey much there. Oh, yeah? And I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> once, once, yeah, after that, the company imploded. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, after the dead fish thing, people were like, I got to get out of here. No, I'm joking. Well, <laughs> well, what happened was COVID happened and the shipping times oh, tripled, yeah. turned into one month to two months to three months. Yeah. Soon we can't fulfill the orders. The company no longer exists. We made it, we lost more. So we made a bunch of money really fast, and then we lost it even faster. Really? Right? Um, it's like kind of like FTX or something. Yeah, so <laughs> with phone cases. Oh, yeah, FTX with phone cases. With phone cases. <laughs> oh, I don't and, want to be known as uh, that guy, SPF, though. Yeah. You're SPF. <laughs> you look like him, too. No. <laughs> Wow. But, no, we didn't <laughs> lose anybody's money, right? Okay. We didn't, yeah. okay. That's good. And yeah, it was yeah. a great learning experience. And then back to like your original question, how do we get into entrepreneurship? That's kind of what really hooked me. Okay. Like making that money on the internet. Yeah. Like once I learned that you can do that, like that and it exists. Yeah. You know, I was like, all right, I got to keep doing this, you know, I'll right figure on. it out. Right on. That's yeah. awesome. Super cool. Couldn't keep going with digital marketing though. That the niche, like the, you find like a nice product, like the privacy pro case and yeah. then the other people that are also doing e-com would find, you know, where you're supplying the product from and then they would just, you know, saturate the market and then your profits mm-hmm. are gone within like a month or two, like max, like it, that's the turnaround was like, it was just, it was just like a, like a, a grind to find the next best product. Yeah. It was, it was constant. During that time, were you guys using any tools to help you find like products that had a good profit margin? Were you like, it sounds like you were doing a lot of research with like, um, you said click funnels. So that was something that you were interested in. It was honestly all luck. Oh, looking really? back on it, I don't think there was any method to any of it. Oh, yeah, wow. just looking through yeah. like like uh like finding suppliers in China right. and just trying to find products that are cheap. Yeah. I have like a wow factor that that then you know it obviously don't exist on the market or or you know yeah. on on your uh 
social media platforms, but there was a bunch of like product finder tools that were just, right. you know, selling the shovels to the people ah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like Zach, back to Zach's original point about how there's um, like, they would, people just come in and saturate the market. Mm. There was no moat there, right? There, so this yeah, wasn't, there was never a moat. Like what we were doing wasn't um, sustainable. There was no long-term opportunity there. Mm. Um, so, I mean, we learned a lot of lessons doing that, both about like leadership, product, um, e-commerce, marketing, sales. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we've carried those lessons forward. I can tell. Now. I can tell, which is yeah. awesome. Super cool experience. Uh, now, Zach, for you, you studied software engineering in college. What was the motivation to study that? Well, I started, uh, I was in high school, um, and I didn't know what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. You know, someone asks you, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? I don't know. Um, until I took, I took my first computer science class. Um, and Drew was actually in that class, actually. Really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, it was like sophomore year. Um, that was, uh, I, we learned JavaScript, just basic JavaScript, you know, drawing circles on the screen and, you know, it was, it was on Khan Academy. Okay. Um, that was, uh, that was, that was a starting point that I, I mean, it was, it was okay. I didn't really like, you know, I didn't really think too much of, but I was, I was like decent at it. Um, I, at least so I, I felt, yeah. I don't know. Um, he's one of the best in the class. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> Better than me. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know I don't know about, that. I don't know about all that. Humble, but uh, um, but uh, I took the next class after that, which it was like AP Computer Science, I think it was, where we learned Java. Okay. It might have been AP Computer Science Principles. I, either way, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I took two AP classes in high school. Nice. Um, and one of them I learned Java, and I re I really liked that one. That was that was great. Um, uh, we did like some type of like competitive coding and we had like a coding team was that? I don't know if you'd call it like a coding team but we went to we we went to like Providence College and competed with other high schools in in the uh you know in the state you That's know pretty and, sweet. and like the winner would get like a scholarship we never won but okay you know uh like um it, it was a great experience to say to say the least um, sure sounds like it uh and when it came time to pick a college um I didn't really want to like shell out the big bucks to go to school, you know. I was like, yeah. I get expensive. You know, I figured like a degree is a degree. You can just do whatever you want after that. Applied to yeah. three schools. I applied to Rick, URI, and Johnson Wales. The three schools in Rhode Island. There's there's more than that, but those were the cheapest three. Um, and I went on a tour to Johnson Wales. I didn't want to go to Johnson Wales. I didn't want to go to the city. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a. I was never a city. Not person. a city guy. All right. No, I was never a city person. But. Um, yeah, they had just built a new building, and um, the program seemed kind of kind of nice. Yeah. Um, small classes, um, and and yeah, I, I applied, and they gave me like the biggest scholarship they could. I got the the presidential scholarship. Wow. I don't know. That's awesome. It was it saved it saved me a lot of money, so I went there. It was the cheapest option. Nice. Um, and my major was software engineering, and I did that because of uh, you know the classes I took in high school, the experiences I had. Awesome. Was, yeah. Um, Super cool, super cool. So you were coding back in high school. Yes. And sounds like you were too. Yeah, yeah, we were in the same class. Here. Wow. Okay. One, I think that's one of the most valuable skills to have. Like, like, bro, humbly, humbly. Yeah, like, yeah no, hundred percent. Like, but like, um, I'm all about like skills and having like tools in the toolbox. You know, yeah. to pull them out. You know, whenever you need them. You know, never know. Kinda like the right, the right tool for the right job type of thing. Yeah. And uh, it's, that's software that's, engineering is definitely that, and like coding and having that technical background. Just because like, for anything that you go forward with in your entrepreneurial journey, uh, those skills will serve you very well. Super transferable. So that's awesome that you guys both have that background. Um, so talk to me about Abyss. What is Abyss for people who don't know? Um, so it's a, well, it's a startup. So it's a cryptocurrency <laughs> and blockchain startup. We're located in Providence, Rhode Island. 
I guess the best way to describe it would be we offer a variety of crypto products and services. Um, so we've been in business now since 2020. We've been through multiple iterations. That's why we have a lot of different products. Is that right? Yeah, yes. kind of just sticking stuff at the wall, to, like throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks and what doesn't. Yeah. Um, we kind of like just get an idea and just kind of like, oh, let's go build this idea. But, you know, it is never, there's never any like real like market like validate. Like yeah. Initially, initially, yeah. initially. Like, so, so I mean, to continue like the story yeah. after the previous company imploded, oh, yeah. right, this was oh, yeah. the best place oh, yeah. to take off because we we shortly after that period we then developed this. Okay. Like so, it was it was the summertime, you know, a couple months during COVID. We we're like, all right, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Right. We me and Zach have always been interested in finance. Okay. Um, Trading stocks, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, what do you what do you got? What are your stock picks for this week? What are you looking at? What do you? Uh, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I yep. took like a course on studying like the like the like you know, uh, it's like market indicators like the simple moving average, nice. the VWAP, the uh, uh, Bollinger Bands, and yeah, mm-hmm. all the. I don't know. Yeah. That's the good stuff. Like that. It is. Yeah, it is the good stuff. I mean, for me, too, personally, I've always been interested in how money works. Mm-hmm. Like, where, how do people make money, right? You yeah. Know? And once you learn how it works, there's no, you know, there's no unlearning it. <laughs> That's um, fair. So during, during this period of time, we, we wanted to figure out a way to make money in our sleep. Ooh, um, love that. And yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, that, I, I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, so uh, we <laughs> that thought. Was, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was the. That, that was, was it. That was the goal. Okay. And we, we thought the best way to do this would be through algorithmic stock trading. Interesting. Um, so writing an algorithm and then trading stocks on the stock market uh, through like a brokerage firm or something like that. Okay. Similar to like a market maker, but a little bit different. One okay. of our buddies, he had the same, he had like a strategy that he followed. It was like the quarter, the, it was like the quarter dollar, half dollar, he'd trade penny stocks okay. like in in like pre-market wow so we had like this strategy he always used it he wrote it he wrote it down he's like this is the strategy mm-hmm. and we we're gonna like we we're gonna like automate his strategies that was like yeah we were trying to figure out a way to you know back test because once you have a strategy oh, back you need to test oh, it you need to collect all this data to test that the strategy actually works and it can make money um so the problem that we ran into was we needed data to power the algorithms mm-hmm. that's right so we have these strategies that our friend introduces to us but um so then we're like, all right, where can we get the data from? Yeah. And um, this is the, the time we were looking into this company. It's Polygon.io, oh, yeah. and they charge like thousands of dollars to get the stock market data over the course of the last 10 years. Um, and this was around the time that crypto and blockchain started to really um, gain more exposure and become more popular. And we um, were using, we had, a, we had a broker, an API broker that only sold stocks through APIs. And so, so I, I connected to that with Python and I, that's how I was submitting orders, and I was, was, doing, I was paper trading. Yeah, it was through yeah. Alpaca. Interesting. Yeah. Alpaca's Alpaca a, a market stock that? trading yeah. company. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we, I don't know. We had the problem. We needed this data to power these algorithms and test our strategies, and um, it cost too much money. Crypto started to really gain popularity, and I was I was introduced to crypto in 2017 through my okay. math teacher okay. at the time. So I knew a little bit about it. I bought Bitcoin previously a couple of years ago. Not enough, yeah. unfortunately. It's <laughs> never enough. Never enough. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. So we, I you know I began digging into that, and I introduced like sh- start showing my findings, and my research to Zach, and uh, we began working together on that, and we discovered a way to get a bunch of data in the crypto market for relatively cheap, like very very cheap compared to the thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars we'd have to spend in the stock market. 
Um, so to tie everything together, the best way to make money in your sleep was to algorithmically trade the, the volatile stock, uh, sorry, crypto markets. Really? That's, 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 what, that's what the idea was. Okay. That was a thesis. Okay. That was a thesis. Yeah. So we're well, like, why would we limit ourselves to, you know, market hours? Which when, is, yeah, nine to five, and yeah, then right. Monday to Friday when the crypto markets open Minus holidays too. When, that right. When, yeah. 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 Um, so... Yeah, why not just apply it? Why not have? Why not always be making money? That yeah. that that was that was the uh, A B M M. A B M M. Money. Yeah. I think that works, right? All right. Yeah. Well, close enough. It's yeah, close enough. enough. It's like the sales one. It's A B C. Always be closing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that was the that was the goal. Now, did the goal? come to fruition absolutely not no we, no okay. no no we, we couldn't vent farther off yeah we okay. couldn't figure out a way to write the algorithms <laughs> no we had no clue what we were doing no, we had no clue no. What we were doing. No. it was just it was just a thesis you know yeah. that it, yeah. it was like a train of thought that guided us to where, yeah. to where it, we it are was now. the path you know it was the like, path all right, mm -hmm. and that's the way so i mean yeah we just we built out this huge data and infrastructure pipeline in the crypto markets hundred centralized exchanges you know hundreds of thousands of cryptocurrency tokens having all that market data real-time and historical data mm. um, and we still offer that as a service to this day you know through our paper usage apis um, <laughs> paper, paper usage apis paper us you have less than a cent we also have um, blockchain yeah. apis too if you yeah. want decentralized data on the blockchain or yeah, you kind of link into that where, where can someone find that what's the website Abyss.com, A-B-Y-I-S-S.com. That's our website. Awesome. Um, Good place right here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course. So, yeah, we developed this infrastructure, and we tried selling this data, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Have you ever done any sales before? I mean, I'm trying to sell myself nowadays, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. selling yourself is yeah. no easy task, yeah. right? But selling to companies is even, you know, more difficult. So it's like, all right, after, because we've had these technical skills from working together, have some business skills sales marketing but learning how to do sales was very difficult right mm. so you can't slap your api with the fish you know that's fair yeah. and everyone loves it yeah. yeah it's very hard to market apis mm -hmm. too you have a very like niche audience especially with data so what we i mean what i discovered in zach as well through the conversations we had is that people there was no demand for any okay. of the products they were making interesting right? We could have bought like a crypto API and just you know like spent like a hundred dollars a month and like you know yeah good thing we're we like it. no yeah. why do like no let's just make our own let's just make our own yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a great idea and we tried to sell it we and were the target market yeah. and we didn't even want to buy it <laughs> that's yeah. so it's, interesting yeah wow. yeah we wouldn't if we wouldn't pay for it then who would right? yeah right that's wow a, that's a great question to ask yourself if that you're is. building a product say that again if you won't pay for your product then who will interesting right yeah um, so. I don't, yeah, we tried selling that, and I mean, we had many conversations. What else did we do and after we had, like, the data? three paying users total. Okay. Yeah, not many. Uh, some, some, one, they, some. Made, yeah, maybe some one lasted a month, and then the okay. last, like, two months. And we've done consulting, too, along the way, and that's kind of how we've kept the lights on through those, working with those clients and learning mm -hmm. what their needs are. We developed um, alert systems, too, so uh, yeah. we, we still use the data and infrastructure that we made, so we build, like, alerts, crypto price alerts. Okay. Um... And you we, want like you want to be notified when Bitcoin is at or above a certain price, you'll get a you can get a text. Well, we didn't ever build out the text message feature. It's coming there. soon. <laughs> coming soon. Yeah. Coming soon. Text or email. Coming yeah. soon. Okay. Uh, well, email works. Email works. Email works. Yes. Email works. yes. Mm -hmm. There you go. Text but I did soon. I did turn off I turned I turned off the container because no one was using it. So okay. Um, there. Well, we can turn it back. Yeah. On. Yeah. yeah. It can yeah. turn it back on. Can turn back on. But yeah. So we had those products. Like it's like, you know, they're there, but like there was never any. 
you know, we've plans for them. I yeah, mean, yeah. Plans. Yeah. Yeah. we could we could always yeah we always recycle them and, and use them in, in different ways. It just nice. makes like developing the next thing a little easier. You easier. Know? Yeah, try to make everything reusable. It's all microservices, right? Nice. So. The, the big infrastructure play, and, and I mean, yeah. all right. So what we're doing too, like yeah. we tried pushing alerts after this data. Yeah. That's a hard thing to sell. Um, there's not much money to be made there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like the competitors in the space were, like, going under. Yeah. Wow. Well, what's, like, all right, the cost of the product is going towards zero. As more people yeah. enter into the market, it's, like, the alerts are eventually going to become free. That's fair. Right? Um, so we have to figure out a different way to make money. And the best way, like, how people are previously making money with that is normally through software as a service subscriptions. That's right. Um, people don't want to pay for that stuff. Um, so the next thing we made, um, which is alive on our website right now, is a decentralized um, crypto trading application. So you can trade crypto to crypto swaps or trades okay. through 100 decentralized exchanges across, I think there's like a million cryptocurrency tokens or something like that. That's awesome. Um, so it's on the Ethereum blockchain. We're going to scale it up to Polygon, the other Ethereum virtual machine blockchains. Yep. Um, so yeah, we have that live right now, and that's still up there. Super and, cool. Um, do you want to talk about the, the newest thing that we're doing that we have yeah, the most demand for? That, that's let's a component. Hear. That's a component yeah. for a product that we're developing right now. It's called Octane. Octane. Yeah. Octane. Sounds legit. This is the first. This is the big unveiling. Here, big we unveiling. Are. Here we are. Here we are, folks. We haven't officially <laughs> announced this yet, but that's what we're calling a technology. Octane. Well, yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you are now in on the unveiling of the <laughs> new Abyss feature, which is called Octane. Let's hear about it. So uh, I guess the uh, be the best way to describe it would be with, like with an analogy. Um, so you have like the ACH transaction, which is like a bank transfer. Mm -hmm. Then you have wire transactions, which you move money from bank to bank. Um, so with Octane, it's cash to crypto, crypto to cash. So we connect your bank accounts to your digital wallets. So you can send money from your bank to your digital wallet across um, hundreds of blockchains and millions of cryptocurrencies. Wow. So using all of this previous infrastructure that we've built in the past and through hundreds of conversations that we've had with people in the industry, you know, consulting clients, meeting people at events, we found that there's a big demand in um, this. Essentially, it's a service called like a crypto on and off ramp, okay. which is effectively those cash to crypto transactions, crypto to cash. Um, so we're now developing this technology, which allows you to take your money and turn it into crypto and vice versa instantly. Love that. Instantly, too. Yeah. Absolutely love that. So, you know, someone out there maybe is thinking, well, I've bought crypto in the past. Um, I'm thinking about buying some more. But there's Coinbase, uh, there's Kraken, there's some other exchanges out there. Uh, you guys, being from Abyss, can you tell somebody why they should choose Abyss over going to Coinbase or Kraken, some other exchange? Yeah, this is a, this is a great question. Um, so there's, there's a couple reasons. So if you are, I, I, I'll just start with like uh, as a business owner. So say you're a business owner or a developer building an application or a decentralized application or whatever, and you want to enable people to purchase your token or you know do some type of trading or swaps um, say, for example, in the past, we work with people who created their own cryptocurrency tokens. One difficulty that they have is enabling people to buy their token with dollars. Um, so you could enable our infrastructure, our APIs, our widgets into your platform, and you can make money actually off the trades that your users initiate. Mm. Um, so effectively, we've stolen the Visa and MasterCard, the credit card company's <laughs> business model, yes. implemented it directly into the <laughs> technology that we're working Nice. So people can set their own custom fees and commissions on these transactions. Um, another great thing that you can do too is cross-chain swaps. So you mm. could go from Bitcoin to Dogecoin, Dogecoin to Litecoin, Litecoin to Cosmos. Nice. Um, the snap of the fingers, and you know we can move that money across the digital wallets and connect it to your bank accounts. Wow. And power of smart contracts. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think so. 
we, we use a variety of, of partners to okay. route the money, and smart contracts is a huge play in that, mm-hmm. too. Decentralized mm-hmm. technology. Definitely. Yeah. Centralized access to decentralized technology. Yeah, yes, sir. love that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Really cool. Wow. So you guys have iterated a lot, and you've also found ways to try to make money. Um, now, looking forward to the future, uh, what excites you about the future of Abyss? Wow. Sometimes, sometimes it's really tough to like, you know, I'm, I'm so deep in the weeds every night, you know, That's working right. on this thing. And then, uh, and then, uh, you know, to, to, you know, take my head out and wow, that, that's, uh, I, I got, I have something. Whole, yeah. I, I mean, change. I'm very excited about the future. I think crypto and blockchain is the next iteration of the financial system. Mm. Um, uh, especially, so, I mean, our big thesis right now from the conversations we've had is that like we want to figure out a way to integrate crypto into day-to-day life. Okay. And we think that the best way to do that would be through payments. Mm-hmm. Um, day-to-day life crypto usage, mass adoption of cryptocurrency. Yes, that 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 is the that is the big problem. That, yes. Uh, and we think the best yeah. way to do that through conversations we've had is um, through payments. Yeah. Um, like imagine we did peer-to-peer payments. Where there's yep. no middleman. Yeah. Um, and then that's I don't know that I think that's really interesting. We've had you know being able to send money globally around the world is amazing too. And I think as Definitely. the future goes on, these big tech companies will be integrating crypto technology, blockchain technology into your cell phones, into your, the browsers, into the computers. Um, so I don't know, like Apple Wallet, Google Wallet, I think crypto will eventually take a part in that. Yeah. Um, but we're still in very early stages. Yeah, of very early the, uh, stages. Yeah. Industry. Yeah. But what's great about what you guys are doing is that you guys seem like you're fearless. Like you're willing to experiment, you're willing to find out what actually works and willing to pivot and iterate. So through doing all of that, I'm sure there's going to be things that you guys find really useful for not only people out there but also for yourselves and what works for yourself so keep going i'm proud of you guys honestly Absolutely. like Thank i you. love what you guys are doing the best part is learning new things every day yeah um, i believe it yeah. I and that. some people don't under understand like yeah. I, I don't know so with this new thing this is what i'm excited about right it's kind of like a centralized exchange where okay. you could do you know you could buy your crypto with cash okay. you know, but you can also do crypto to crypto trades or blockchain to blockchain mm-hmm. trades um, but having the alerts component, reusing mm-hmm. that for your trading, getting a ping on your phone when your order goes through, different things like that is where the reusability comes Absolutely. into play. Love All that. the data and infrastructure that we've made is going into powering this tech. Okay. So it's been an iterative process, but everything that we've done so far is being reused in yeah. some capacity. I don't think every anything's not. Actually, I, other than the container that I turned off, yeah, that's the only thing that's not <laughs> been used. That one, that one didn't make the cut. No, it didn't make the cut. At least this one. Well, that's, that's awesome. Thank you guys so much for sharing about how you you guys started with Abyss and how you've iterated and how you continue to iterate and how the things you've done in the past have led up to where you are now and they're not for nothing really um I think that's valuable for the people out there who are maybe listening to this just if you have an idea out there I think it's very valuable to just get started and you don't know where it'll take you but it definitely will be beneficial and the time you spend is not for nothing um look at Zach look at look at Drew they have iterated and pivoted and now they're working on this, this new feature called Octane, and you guys have heard about it, so I hope you guys go check it out. Now, both of you guys being the co-founders of Abyss, uh, are there any like key lessons that you've learned as entrepreneurs, something that you weren't expecting going into it and was a shock to you? I, I, I mean, one thing comes to mind, maybe not a shock so much, but like working with Zach, um, put the, like, the friendship and the relationship first in business, and then like before, you know, 
that the relationship has to come first and take a long-term view at people too, you know, just because like even, even when doing sales or negotiating with people and they say no to you today, just because they say no to you today doesn't mean you can't come back to them in a year, tomorrow, several months and do a new deal with them then, right? Yeah. Don't burn bridges, take a long-term view on people, put your relationship, the relationship with the person first over business and, you know, try to be a good person, good Love energy that. out there. I don't know. Love that. Yeah. How about you, Zach? Yeah, I mean, adding to that, I mean, just, you know, show up at his house some nights and just cook him burgers, you know? Like, <laughs> is that right? Is that, that what it takes? Yeah, yeah it goes yeah, a long way. I did that last yeah. night, yeah. Which is uh, awesome. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't be mad about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like food, food's great. Food. I, I like cooking. I love food. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, as, as for, like, uh, things I've learned, um, I think that, you know, if you think you have an idea, Talk about it with people. Just ask people what they think. Hey, what do you think of this idea? Yeah. You know, um, always there's always there's always ideas. You know, yeah. uh, to, and other people's opinions you got to take them with a grain of salt. Yeah. But um, if you ask enough people, and they, you know, they they might start saying you know things that correlate together. You know, um, it might it might be uh, might be something there. Might be, there might be something there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so 100%. just trying to like try to like not like validate your idea, but like try to just like refine it if you could too yeah just try to yeah definitely um, that's that's the strategy we used for this newest product yeah was, uh, right. um, we, we, yeah you take you have your thesis your idea a lot of people are like scared to share their ideas yeah. i found think it'll be stolen um, or something. yeah they'll, yeah be, people will be afraid of yeah. the feedback that they get mm. and i think that's a terrible thing to do you know I, if you have an idea share it with people like zach said specifically with what we did with this new product is we tried to see if there's any demand before we even building it you mm. know and that's a great idea too so nice. if you go out there, share your ideas with people, a lot of people like them, nice. speak about them positively, yeah. then maybe you should start executing on it, right? 100%. 100%. We first took this idea to ETH Boston. Okay. I think yeah. it was in April or May. It might have been May. Mm -hmm. might have been later in May. I don't know. Somewhere in the spring. Okay. Um, we just had this idea like a week before. And we're like, we're like, wow. Okay. Let's go ask people at this crypto conference what they think. Yeah. And uh, we had uh, a couple of people there, like that took us out. Like, look, let's set up a meeting tomorrow. I want to integrate this into my platform. Interesting. That was like through the first conversation. The first conversation. Wow. Good for you guys. So like, oh, there's something there. Something you know? there, hundred yeah. percent. So that that was the first like green light, you know. Yeah. Collecting um, feedback is very important. Yeah. Very important. Now, outside of just the biz and outside of work and your careers, your personal, uh, professional development, what do you guys like to do in your free time? What free time? Yeah, I'll go first. I like to. Uh, so I had a passion project this spring. Um, I woke up one uh, one morning. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start a garden today. Hey, that's what I go. did. There you go. That was my passion project for the summer. So I, I went to I went to Home Depot. I uh, well actually I started I started I'm an engineer. I started diagramming the guys. Like okay, I have a backyard <laughs> here. The sun comes in approximately. Smart. Knows where it is. Uh, so I get, this part gets about ten hours of sunlight a day. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, probably not ten hours. That's that's crazy. But at least you know the bare minimum amount. I was like okay, so if I'm gonna plant tomatoes here, how many? Uh, you know I'm not. Mm. Uh, I went to Home Depot and I bought I bought the seeds. Um, oh, that's great. Uh, I I saved up egg cartons. I like to okay. eat a lot of eggs. Yeah. So um, you know I started the, I started the seedlings and the eggs nice. and uh, the transplant them outside. It was a whole journey. I had like wow. eighty tomato plants. Whoa. Um, f uh, Seventeen cucumbers. I had uh, a melon patch. Wow. I had a pumpkin patch where I only wow. got one pumpkin. Okay. But it was something. You got something. Right? Yeah. Were you uh, able to carve it? 
did, were you able to carve it for Halloween? Oh, no, no, it's, it's just, it's, uh, just screw it. It's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get it out of here. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> oh man, what'd you do with it? I think it's still sitting outside. Yeah, okay. It's doing for a while, it never yeah. turned orange. It stayed green up until I think like Halloween, it finally turned orange. It must have yeah. knew it was time. Yeah, it was new. It was yeah. time. It knew, yeah. 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 Um, Crazy how nature does that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Through a bunch of jalapenos. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, it, it was great. Um, still got to take the garden down. I get oh, it. Yeah. I've had like, fa- I got fence. I've put up the fence. It was, it was fun. That sounds it was, good. Uh, it was like uh, 210 square feet or something like that. Oh, wow, that's legit. That's <laughs> very legit. Good yeah. for you. Fed the family. I, I believe it. Still feeding the family. <laughs> still feeding the And the, the neighbors. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, yeah. Nice. How about for you? Uh, well, I don't I don't garden or anything. No, like yeah, that, no unfortunately. Other gardens. Uh, my, yeah, my brother yeah. does have a garden, but... Um, yeah, I work too much, honestly, yeah. but I do, yeah, I try, I've been exercising nice. lately, so that's nice. kind of been a stress relief to yeah. keep, you know, keep sane. Yes. I do the, the pressure and the stress that comes with the work at times. Mm. Um, so that helps, yeah. you know, and then, 100%. you know, setting aside time for myself to kind of relax. There and, you go. Uh, you know, I like to read or, you know, study, think, write, yeah. things yeah. like that. Yeah. That's amazing. Good for you guys. Yeah. Um, so thanks for sharing about what you guys like to do in your free time. I'm gonna go to a little closing and I just have a couple more questions. Um, when you look back on your journey so far and your life, is there anyone or anything that has been really inspirational to you? Yeah, um, I, can, I can go, you want me to go? No, no yeah, I, I think right. one thing that comes um, to mind for me is, uh, my mom has been inspirational for sure. I mean, she uh, started her own small business. She's a, she's a therapist as well. So that kind of inspired me um, to start even my first company and um, give it give it a shot, you know. Um, so definitely my mom has been inspiring. And then, of course, there's, like, many other people along the road like that you look up to. Yeah. Like me and Zach, um, the reason we named the company Abyss was through a quote from Elon Musk, oh, actually. Oh, yes. Is that right? What's yeah. the quote? Um, he said, he, I believe he got this quote from someone else, but the quote is along the lines of, starting a business is like chewing glass and staring into the abyss. And you know that really Deep just and dark. Whew, we that resonated with, with us. That. Yeah, it resonated yeah. with it us. Hit, it resonated huh? with it that. hit, and that we named the company after that. I love it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know, studying Elon Musk, like Steve Jobs, Thomas Edison, you know, even just uh, scientists, physicists, um, very inspiring. Figuring out the way they work. How about for you, Zach? Uh, anything or anybody that has really inspired you? Absolutely. So I think the first one that came to mind, or it comes to mind. I mean, you could probably ask me this like th- like 30 different days. I might have 30 different answers. But right now, first one that comes to mind is uh, I think it's the only other family business that that is in my family is my grandfather. My grandfather uh, had his own plumbing company, and um, I spent a lot of time uh, growing up with him. Um, yeah, uh, he he's t- he's like like if I think back to like a lot of like my earliest memories it's always with my grandparents so um like he's always i think he like i can thank him for how i am today nice. and being like like uh trying to keep like uh an open mindset about the world um yeah love that yeah love um that. yeah profound impact for sure i um, believe it super cool um now my last question for each of you someone is listening or watching this podcast episode and think to themselves zach drew really cool guys I love how they've gone out there and really tried to make something for themselves. They haven't gotten discouraged. They've pivoted. They've iterated. And they're still doing what they're doing today. I am maybe someone who wants to be an entrepreneur, too. And I want to adopt some of the things that they've learned. Um, 
what's some advice that you'd give to someone who's an aspiring entrepreneur? Nike said it best, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just yeah. like, there's always like a reason not to do it, but just do it because you'll be glad you did. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good advice. Yeah. I mean, many fail fast. Yeah. Fail Very fast. Quickly. That's a good one too. Yeah. If you're going to yeah. do it, like, um, go try all in. different things. Yeah. Go all in. If you don't know what you want to do either, I mean, try many different things until yeah. you figure out what you like. Okay. There's always and there's then, always um, these like fail story like stories about like people who are very successful now, but like their failing stories were kind of like, man, yeah, that might be they're kind of funny, but um, <laughs> uh, I think the first one that comes to mind is like the founder of Twitch who just like yeah. his what he did was just like video record himself like just just twenty four seven even sleeping I think yeah but. You just started the company, iterated quickly, mm -hmm. failed many times. Have a uh, like a close feedback loop so you can collect feedback yes, quickly. Feedback, mm -hmm. feedback, um, feedback is so you can iterate fast yeah. is important. Don't be afraid of failure. A lot of people are afraid of failure, even like starting it. Yeah. So just just do it. You know. I just mean, do it. You'll learn along the way. We're still learning. We're still gonna fail many times. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, we're still figuring it out every day. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we're here and we show up and we put the work in. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, that's all you can do. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Well, we'll end it on that. Uh, you guys heard it from Drew and from Zach. If there's an idea in your head, just do it. And um, with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I hope to see you on the next one. And I hope that we'll have these guys back in a couple months, maybe. If you guys yeah. want to have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thank awesome. you for having us. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, thanks, for thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on the next one.